The Guardian. Polio is back. Five years after the World Health Organization declared that the terrifying viral disease had been eradicated in all but four countries of the world, more than 800 cases have been recorded in the past few months in Africa. This week, as part of an unprecedented campaign costing billions of dollars, African health workers are administering the polio vaccine, two drops to the tongues of 72 million children under the age of five. I'm Alex Duval-Smith, and for this week's Focus podcast, I joined vaccinators in a remote village in Bandundu province in the Democratic Republic of Congo to find out what challenges they face as they attempt to stop the spread of polio. There's no internet or television in the village of Juma. Mass communication is instead provided by nurse Fustan Mvula and his loud hailer. Fustan wants mothers to stay at home with their children to await the polio vaccinators. As an incentive, those who do this will be given free mosquito nets. We've not only as a problem only polio, eh? malaria, malaria, the HIV, pneumonia. We have too many problems, uncountable problems. Alain Mugoto Biamungu is Juma's 29-year-old GP. Along with three other doctors, he looks after the needs of 35,000 households. Our country is a big problem. War and war, war and war in our country. Instead of putting too much money in uh, health services, a lot of money is used for the war. Paying doctors, paying nurses, paying teachers will not be a big preoccupation of our the government. Without the help of partners, eh, our government is unable eh, to supervise, to finance eh, the, the routine vaccination campaign. 25 years ago, polio was endemic in 125 countries. In 2005, the World Health Organization declared it eradicated everywhere except Nigeria, Pakistan, India and Afghanistan. But the virus was just lying in wait for a chance to re-emerge in countries with weak public health systems, like the Democratic Republic of Congo, where resources are stretched due to structural weaknesses and war in the Great Lakes region. Andre Kosogo is an immunization officer with UNICEF. Actuellement, si ça réapparaît, c'est suite, premièrement. If polio has returned, it's firstly because of the failure of the health system, and secondly because of population movements from our neighbour, Angola, which is infected. Les mouvements de population qui partent d'un pays. The borders are not controlled medically, and that's how the country has been reinfected and polio has become re-established. Bandundu province has had nine cases of polio so far, but Angola has registered 29 in the last six months. The capital of the DRC, Kinshasa, is threatened by an outbreak in neighbouring Congo Brazzaville that has claimed 169 lives from 400 cases. The DRC is also contending with polio in three other provinces, bringing the total number of cases to 63 against only three last year. UNICEF wants a ceasefire in the Great Lakes region to allow for vaccination in the war zone. La, la température normale pour que 
The virus, which is spread through feces, travels a lot more easily than the vaccine. Juma lies across the Quiru River, nearly 200 kilometers from the nearest Tar Road. To transport 300 doses of vaccine to nearby Mikwi village, supervising nurse Aldord Kasse loads his cool box into a canoe. He explains that the vaccine has to be kept in a range of 2 to 8 degrees centigrade. The thousands of doses destined for Juma were due to be spread between eight fridges at different collection points, but only six of the fridges are functioning because of a lack of diesel. And Kasei's 10-year-old vehicle has just broken down again. Nous allons pour récupérer les enfants ratés, ceux qui ont fui la fois passée. The megaphone man accompanying vaccinator Eritier Misinga can't solve all communication problems. Misinga explains that he's returned to Ngwemi village to track down a young mother, Ozin Kuya. She fled into the forest with her children when he came to vaccinate them two days ago. In the village of a hundred homes, you might get ten who believe the vaccine is poisonous. But Misinga says attitudes have improved now that information campaigns have been extended to churches and customary chiefs. When Misinga finds Mrs. Nkuya, he ignores the fact that she ran off and explains that he'll administer two drops to her children. 18-month-old Gertrude clearly dislikes the drops. I asked Masinga what manguele means. Joy, perhaps. He explains it's the Kikongo word for vaccine. The word praises the manguele as a saviour come to protect us from an illness called buka buka, or broken person. Twenty-four-year-old Paul Kisawe swings himself along on crutches towards the house he shares with his mother. Is he married? Who would have him, he answers, broken as he is from a bout of polio when he was five. His withered foot is supported by a two-inch wooden platform and the clumsy prosthesis is attached to a ring above his knee with two heavy iron rods. Says Juma has about 30 people like him, young adults born in a previous gap in their country's ability to vaccinate its children. He welcomes the vaccination campaign, but says it should also be offered to children over five and adults. He has a point. One of the characteristics of the new outbreak is that it has hit mainly teenagers and adults. UNICEF Dr. André Kosogo. One case amounts to an epidemic, because one case can infect 200 people, and each of those can contaminate a further 200. Despite the worrying figures, local GP Alain Biamungu believes the DRC and its partners will bring the new epidemic under control. He also believes the government is becoming more socially responsible. I'm realizing uh, many improvements. Our president 
and and his his prime minister changing after a period of evaluation the government uh, for improving the social economic uh, economy of the population in that case i can say that there is a little bit kind of <laughs> improvement but they are unable to build this country without changing first of all the mentality of the government members and the persons who are who are placed at the, at the, the big functions in this country how can you cons- consider in a same town eh, you can see someone who is millionaire eh, and the other one who is very very poor how can you consider that situation it seems that there is uh, just a part of population who is very very corrupted eh, and the other one cannot get that opportunity of getting money but at least for the time being judging from the door to door vaccination round in juma which i witnessed it's clear that dedicated individuals on the ground are doing more for the health of congolese people than the government is to stop polio and ultimately to eradicate it emergency campaigns need to be followed by sustained routine vaccination but for that you need a functioning health service in the democratic republic of congo doctors like alambia mungu have not been paid a salary by the state since they qualified they prescribe drugs given by foreign donors and they survive on the fees patients manage to pay them levels of dedication are high but they're just not enough After two nights of spreading the word about polio vaccination, hospital porter Lyuvan Musomo, for one, is losing his voice. I'm Alex Duval-Smith, reporting from the Democratic Republic of Congo for The Guardian's Focus podcast. For more great downloads, go to guardian.co.uk forward slash audio.